Word Radio On Demand, 96.1 FM and 900 AM WURD. Streaming live at wordradio.com. You're listening to The Source with Andrea Lawful Sanders on Word Radio. Streaming live on wordradio.com and the Word Radio app. Good morning, sir. How are you? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. How you doing? Now you know we only got... No, I don't know. Listen, 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 I'm here. <laughs> and, I, and I am grateful because <laughs> there's so much we have to uh, talk about. Uh, yes. I have uh, uh, DNC chair Jamie Harrison coming on today. So we have to move you yes. up to 530. Yes. So we're working through this. Yes. Council member Anthony Phillips represents Philadelphia's 9th district. I'm not going to cover all the things that he covers. Uh, we're going to talk about what happened in city council this week. Good morning, sir. How are you? And thank you for joining us. Well, good morning. Good morning. Well, this week in city council, uh, I'll tell you that most of the, most members of Philadelphia city council have been meeting with the new uh, appointees by the mayor of the city of Philadelphia who are looking to receive confirmation uh, to become uh, to, to to basically to become directors or commissioners. Of the and city so of Philadelphia. Who, so, who are the ones that she's put forth so far? So, thus far, we have met with Adam Greer, um, who's the public safety director. Adam comes as a lawyer um, who is going to be literally coordinating all of the departments of the city of Philadelphia, such as Parks and Rec, the new sanitation and streets commission, uh, as well as other departments to make sure that every department in the city of Philadelphia has a public safety plan. And so every city every city council member um, has been meeting with uh, these individuals to kind of ask them questions about like, how can we have, you know, what role we can play in supporting you um, so that we can make sure that public safety is on the horizon of the, of the free library. Public safety is on the horizon of the Parks and Rec Center. So for example- Is this the first public safety officer hired? Y- yes, you know, well, it has to be confirmed. Okay. By city council. So within the next, you know, weeks or so, uh, we will be confirming um, both the public safety director as well as um, the appointment of uh, most recently the R- Renee Garcia, who's the acting city solicitor. So all of those people have to be um, confirmed by Philadelphia City Council. Okay. Right. Yeah. Yep. And we, you know, both of these individuals play huge roles, right? Um, the solicitor in the city of Philadelphia. Whenever laws are taken, you know, have to be passed in the city of Philadelphia, the Philadelphia Law Department, which is operated by the city solicitor, ran by the city solicitor, has to, you know, have a little firm approval in some capacity of these particular laws because it really dictates whether or not the city has the capacity to enforce these laws. So, you know, council members have been asking, you know, very serious questions before um, confirming uh, both Renee Garcia and Adam, Adam Greer. Uh, to these particular roles. So just so you know, that's happening. Okay. Yeah. And, and in addition to that, um, we recently had, we recently been meeting with um, the commerce director as well. Um, that's already a role that's already going to be, uh, that's already connected. You know, that doesn't need an appointment, um, but the commerce director has some really, really lengthy goals, large, large goals, and really trying to find a way to help beautify the city even more. Um, they want to find ways to make sure that they expand the store fund program um, to really, you know, help literally pay for 
the changing of some of these storefronts and these avenues, right? Uh, so that's going to be huge, as well as the commerce director is very interested in finding ways to uh, fund uh, small businesses, support them with small interest loans and grants uh, so that we can get diversity along our corridors um, and, and also do a little bit more greenery uh, work as well, such as cleaning uh, the commercial corridors, continuing the uh, taking care of business program that Mayor Parker started. And so that's something that's also been happening in Philadelphia City Council. What is now, also, go ahead. Well, yeah. let me let, let me take a quick. Good. Let me we'll take stop a quick there. Break. We'll stop here. But also planters, if they could put planters, planters are so beautiful. When I drive across cities across the country, these beautiful planters are out there. And so every year, when when the weather changes, you put new plants in. It's a simple thing to do, right? But it really edifies and beautifies the city as you're going across certain uh, corridors, right? Yes. Hold on one. Hold on one second. You are listening to the source on WURD Progressive Black Talk Media on air and online at WordRadio.com. I am Andrea Lawful Sanders. We will be back with Council Member Anthony Phillips right after these messages. You're listening to the source with Andrea Lawful Sanders on Word Radio, streaming live on WordRadio.com and the Word Radio app. Welcome back to The Source on WURD, Progressive Black Talk Media, on air and online at wordradio.com. If you're just joining us, I am Andrea Lawful Sanders, your host, Mondays through Fridays from 5 to 7 a.m. Listen, I enjoy talking to uh, Anthony Phillips, Council Member Anthony Phillips, because I, I told him, he said, hold me accountable. I said, sir, you ain't said, you have said <laughs> nothing but a word. And so I held him accountable and said, please come on after every city council meeting on Friday mornings and tell us what's what we need to know or elaborate on the things that happened there so that the average citizen can understand what's going on. What else happened uh, city council uh, yesterday? All right. Well, uh, the following happened. Um, so resolution last week that I t- last week, I spoke to you about a resolution establishing the Kingston caucus, which is basically is going to represent a united legislative front in addressing the crisis in the Kingsington area. Well, that was passed yesterday. So what does that mean? Yeah, that means that, again, Ketsi Lozada, Jim Harity, Mart Squilla, uh, as well as Mike Driscoll will have an opportunity to take um, an understanding, take take the issues that are happening in Kingsington and listen to the residents that are that are that have been a voice to these particular issues in, in Kingsington and come up with and craft the policies and initiatives that will help the Philadelphia Police Department and the mayor's office really come up, really come up with the best solutions possible um, to really you know address the issue in Kingsington. I, the city of Philadelphia, I want you to know that. Ketsi Lozada has been leading this charge and, you know, with the support of the mayor of the city of Philadelphia and the entire city council is really, really, really behind this this year. And also it kind of started last year with us really getting behind this. I got a great feeling that by this time next year, we're going to see something very different when it comes to Kingston. And uh, I, so, I agree with you because yeah. uh, someone talked about there was a major thing there a few days ago and they had all these drugs, right, that they got. Yes. Um, so my question then becomes, and everybody's asking, where are these people going? What are we well, doing with these people? That, that's what they're saying. And so the whole goal is, is to not shift Kingston problem to another neighborhood. The whole goal is to make sure Kingston doesn't happen anywhere else in the city of Philadelphia. Um, because right now the problem is it's not, they're not cleaning up Kingston fully right now, but we're also starting to see in the city of Philadelphia, uh, 
you know, little little encamp- encampments and drug activity popping up in other areas as oh. well. So you got to solve that whole crisis. And right. one of the and someone testified on public comment yesterday, which I thought was just beautiful and said in the 1980s, it was a crack ep- epidemic. Um, in, in, in a lot of neighborhoods in the city of Philadelphia, as well as throughout the nation. And black people were locked up, right? And, you know, for selling drugs as well as for taking drugs, among everything else. No one was concerned about locking up black African Americans at that time, right? Um, or prevention strategies and so forth. But now when it comes, because this crisis has hit the white community, they're always talking about, oh, we got to be a lot very, very sensitive. Well, the best sensitive route that we can be to the situation is by making sure that these individuals get into rehab because rehab is going to be really important. Our goal is not to lock people up. Our goal is to make sure that people in rehab, people are, are getting clean. You know, we're cleaning that area up and uh, residents don't have to sit out there and see that every single day. Yeah. So it's just, you know, so that's something that's interesting. Um, I also want to say that there was a couple pieces of legislation, resolutions um, that were introduced yesterday. Uh-huh. Um, so one resolution, just so the city of Philadelphia can know, uh, there was uh, council on the city bass introduced resolution. That would rename um, a, a neighborhood, I believe, in West Oak Lane or North, North, excuse me, North Philadelphia, North Philadelphia um, that renamed Frankie Beverly Way. Um, so, what? Frankie, yeah, Frankie Beverly will be getting a street renaming uh, very soon. Uh, so, f- folks, I guess we could dance it before I let you go. Uh, so that's ha- that happened yesterday. <laughs> um, we we also had a resolution. Uh, recognizing uh, introduced by Councilmember Thomas uh, that would essentially recognize the Clean Slate Bill, uh, which is an uh, amazing bill from the State House, um, and just honoring you know all the work that the Clean Slate Bill will do. Basically, for folks who have committed felony crimes such as robberies, they might have drug charges and so forth. Um, you know, s- small petty crime and so forth. The Clean Slate Bill gives you an opportunity to conceal your record in, a, in front of state. Um, and then that allows you to basically go out for job opportunities and other benefits so that you can return easily, easily on uh, a society. So it's giving ex-offenders more of an opportunity uh, to really, you know, reintegrate themselves into society. Um, you know, for some, for people who are, who are prison reform people, you know, this is a big, and Councilmember Thomas is big on that. Uh, you know, that's, it's a big deal. And I just wanted to make sure that this people you know that work has been done in that area too. All right. Um, oh, at least we didn't put a bill together. We just acknowledged that, you know, like, okay. it is this. Okay. In the city. okay. So yeah. then a question that I have that people have been asking, this is apparently the sex offender diversion program. Have you heard about that? Sex offender diversion program. No, I, had not, yeah, I did I, not hear I, about this that one. Doesn't, That's uh And I've been Googling it and looking it up and I can't find it anywhere. So I don't yeah. know if it's just a, a diversion program for criminal for, for criminal activity for first yeah. time offenders versus time for, versus sex offender. Because that's yeah. a that's a that's I've a, never heard of the city having a, a sex right. offender diversion program operating. Okay. It might it could be okay. operated out of the DA's office. I'm not I'm not sure. Right. Um, but you know we again I got homework again. Right. So um, I, have him on, I have him on at six o'clock. So I'll ask him because I think okay. a misunderstanding there. But I, I, I could okay. be wrong. But we'll see. Yeah. What else is going on? All right. 
I got one more. I got one more to tell you. Actually, maybe two. Um, so we actually two, two more. So yesterday, um, Councilmember Rulandau uh, introduced a legislation that would um, that would require, and, and I have questions about this legislation, but so we'll see how it goes. But it will require tax preparers um, who, if you are like a small tax preparer, a large company tax preparer, such as like H&R Block, or if you're the mom and pop store tax preparer, if there are, if you, if you enter um, just an office of a tax preparer or, or video Zoom, whatever it might be, the tax preparer has to announce to you that one, you may be eligible for free tax preparation um, that's given to, you know, given by someone in the city of Philadelphia or some or someone, a nonprofit agency. So basically, if you're a for profit tax preparer, you have to tell that customer that, you know, essentially there is an opportunity to get taxes somewhere, you know, get your taxes for free somewhere else. Um, and tax preparers are going to actually do this. That's that's it. And as they make it a law, but it's also kind of tough because these are people who are trying to make a profit themselves. It's, this right. is their living. Right. So it's like, you know, this, how does this, how does this impact, right? Uh, tax repair um, is, a, is a question, um, you know, needs to be raised because we, we don't want to set a precedent. Whereas basically if you walk in to McDonald's uh, one day and they'd be like, oh yeah, by the way, just want to let you know, Wendy's has the same burger. Right, uh, down the street. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like you, it, it hurts. So those are the questions that I have. Right. It's like, you know, so, so the next thing is that, um, set the bus revolution. Um, I, I advocated about some of the issues I have and concerns around set the bus revolution. SEPTA is for the first time in 70 years changing its entire Please. routes. Like, <laughs> like they are literally changing routes to make things, as they say, quicker. Um, yeah, but 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 okay. What does that mean to, for people in the communities that don't have cars? Yes. Are they, how, how are they going to be impacted with this? SEPTA, you're right. SEPTA was always attended. Its purpose Yes. was for it to be convenient, right? For folks to be able to get anywhere in the neighborhood, you could just find a bus stop. Now what's happening is that they're saying that ridership is down and people want a new wave and new energy. And I think it's more so not necessarily people in neighborhoods, right? It's like it's more so moving in. <laughs> the people they're trying to make it they're trying to make it for a more exciting for out of towners, right? People who just come in into the city. So it's it be, it, almost becoming like, you know. Luxury, but they they claim that even neighborhood folks are more upset about the how slow the rate you know pace. But you also got to take into account we got people on disability, people who are seniors. So the the, the argument is like you know how how can we maintain a fit, you know SEPTA being a lot more faster on these routes while not cutting neighborhood stops that you know really can impact um, people's you know transportation. Um, so, so this, this to me, and I mean, you know, this is us Andrea talking. This to me fits right into the whole facade of new city, right? So, what's going to happen to the mm-hmm. people that are already living here? Why do we invite other people in and not take into consideration the ones that are already living here? What are they supposed to do? 
right? Yep. This is a part of people feeling, again, unheard, marginalized, you name the thing here. So how, how is city council going to fight on behalf of those who may be feeling like, well, they took away my bus route, the grandmother who can't afford to own a car, the person who is making minimum wage can't afford to pay for car insurance, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. What happens to them? What do they tell their, their employers or when I need to get to a doctor's appointment? What does that look like? Not everybody can afford Uber. Mm-hmm. So that is why our majority leader, Catherine, Catherine Gilmer Richardson, sent a nice letter to SEPTA saying that you have not done enough work to make sure that the community was involved with this conversation. So we're going to be holding hosting a lot more uh, community meetings so that people are aware uh, that these bus routes could potentially be changed and that if it's a big major concern to you, it, you know, you need to come to this meeting. If it's not a major concern to you, great. Let's move forward. Right. But these are, that's why. So you can't say, uh, as Kathy Gilmore Richardson said, you can't say black lives matter if you don't, if you're not really concerned about black lives and the conditions that they have to get, you know, Right. You know, to live. So, and they deserve to have, uh, uh, you know, they deserve to have clean buses and bus routes yeah. and all these things that are going on. And I, and I also think that is, you know, what what you're going to hear is certain routes are unsafe. There's too much violence on certain routes, and we're just trying to figure out blah 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 blah. Right? Yes. Um, yes. Yes. Yeah. And, and okay. I. Go oh, ahead. go ahead. Oh, okay. Ahead. I want to also. I uh, just want to make a quick announcement that. Uh, for those of you in the city who are looking to get speed cushions, uh, there is a, yeah, a delay. Uh, I think I might have mentioned it just one yes. thing last week. OK, good. I just wanted to make sure that we're clear on that. You mentioned it, that they said they ran out of money. They only had three million. You were like, well, then ask. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the hottest thing in the city right now. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But is the entire city me. going to be speed cushioned? See, see, this is now the conversation we got to have. You're right, because. I think eventually what people are going to start saying is tearing up my car, you know, not, not eventually when they have to replace their shocks and everything else, their speed cushions down the street by where the elementary school is. Um, and I get that because people fly past these children, their elementary school children, people, yes, people yes. are so unconscionable, but we'll see. Um, we'll see. Yeah, but yeah. we cannot litter the whole city with speed cushions. Yep. Then you want yep. to pay a bigger fee. Just learn how to yep. start. Tick, yep. people that are flying. Yep. And, and and real quick, and I guess the next minute, I'll just tell you this. Uh, this week in city council, I was personally able to meet with the union uh, AFT, uh, the American Federation of Teachers, who represent who are representative of all the faculty and staff at the Community College of Philadelphia. Uh, did you know, City of Philadelphia, that our largest public institution, for the most part, um, in a city, um, 25 to 30 percent of the teachers there do not work on a living wage, and they're working full time, right? Teachers and staff, right? And so we literally have a lot of slave labor going on in some of our CCP. And, 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 and the, at CCP too? At, C, at CCP. This is at CCP. Yeah. Um, so these are concerns that that that, that are really impacting our, our city as well. Um, then we also have, you know, we also have work. We also had a, had a meeting uh, with... Um, uh, what's that organization? Mothers in Charge last week. 
you know, we, we talked about the idea of grieving mothers in the city of Philadelphia, as well as grieving fathers um, and how how we need to really make sure that the, these individuals are getting into programs like this uh, wow. because if you lose a loved one and so forth. And yeah. yep, and today I'll be touring a couple more schools in the city, uh, trying to, you know, learn about more of the resource gaps that are impacting the city and um, some of our city schools and how we can get our neighbors like you involved. I want them to listen. You don't want me involved because I've been, I I know, been, I have I been know. in the schools. Trust me I when know. I say I've been quiet. Principals <laughs> like, come on in here, Andrea. Let us show you a thing or two. So I've been there. So, Let's talk about that more next week because I got to go. Uh, so, all right. Thank you. Well, listen, thank you. You're welcome, right. my brother. Have, have a good, good night. Good morning. Bye bye. You've been listening to Word Radio On Demand. Listen live at 96.1 FM, 900 AM, and online at wordradio.com.